What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, my sweet ones. This week's guest is Lady Safira. When the COVID lockdown started, those who worked in the in-person health and fitness industry took a hit like so many others, and a lovely human in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, took matters into her own sensitive and capable hands, and evolution began, and Lady Safira emerged. With some coaching and encouragement from friends and professionals, Lady Safira trained in the art of bond dressage and Elysium and now offers sensational experiences that are erotic, intentional, and deeply caring. I think you're going to be equally as charmed by the sincerity and honesty of this guest. And if you're interested in booking an experience with Lady Safira, you can find her at bondassage.com slash lady dash Safira. And that's B-O-N-D-A-S-S-A-G-E dot com forward slash lady dash Safira spelled S-A-P-P-H-I-R-A. Enjoy this episode and we'll see you on the other side. Well, uh, this should be quite interesting. Um, I'm excited about this conversation. We're sitting down with Lady Safira. Fucking love the name. Gotta love the Thank name. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and we're going to be talking about bondage. I hope I pronounced that right. And yes. Elysium Erotic Massage. 
I'm yes. thrilled. I'm thrilled. Listeners I mean, know that this is right up my alley. Super up your fucking alley because yeah. if people <laughs> have been living under a rock, you're going to massage school. Although I do feel like this might be a little outside the realm of what you it's are. not in my scope <laughs> of right. practice for right. sure. But I was just making a joke to Jeremy earlier. <laughs> or not a joke. I was telling him it's like today when I was emailing you, I was in cla- <clears throat> I was in on my break from class, but like. People are just milling around and oh, like yeah. the subject bondage and erotic <laughs> massage is just like blaring because I'm my eyes are poor. So my font is gigantic on my screen. And I was like, oh, my God, I wonder if anyone at the school is complaining about me. Uh, <laughs> either complaining or feeling very no, curious. No, curious. I, I don't. I'm feeling. <laughs> I don't mean to speak curious. ill of my fellow students, but there's a lot of complaining that oh, goes, yeah. <laughs> goes on there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I guess where we should start is, first of all, Lady Safira, um, mm. uh, introduce yourself to our listeners. Maybe give us some insight into the name, Lady Safira. Yes. And, okay. and then uh, give us a, a rundown on what is body, bond, bondage and Elysium yes. erotic massage. Mm-hmm. So um, I got into erotic massage um, a couple years ago. And it was really because my corporate job kind of crapped the bed. Um, So um, first off, my background is uh, heavily into personal training, certified nutrition coach, certified new um, personal trainer. I've got lots of certifications, uh, anything to do with the body. And so first off, I'm a huge nerd about the body, everything that makes us tick, our hormones, everything. So I already had that background. So I have some friends who are sex workers who were like, oh, you know what? Maybe this might be an avenue for you. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm really ready to go to that level. (laughs) So I do have another friend who introduced me to the sexier side of massage. And uh, at first, I really hated it, to be honest, because I was like, this is so physical. This is really tough work. And then... um, I started to kind of change the way I thought about it. And I was like, I don't want to work so hard. Mm. They're not here for, I'm not an RMT. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just go easy about this. Let's change this up. So then I started incorporating a little bit of dance because my background uh, just in hobby is in belly dance and pole dance and just like movement in general. So I just started like incorporating little pieces and then uh, just kind of made it like into a really sexy massage. So that was kind of like my erotic massage. And then it started to blow up. People were coming to see me because of my touch. Uh, I've been referred to as having magic hands. (laughs) And so then that was going good for a while, but um you need I need to make more money, right? Mm. So like I'm like, what else can I do to expand my services, really hone in on what I'm doing and make more money? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was also very curious since listening to your podcast, I've come so far. <laughs> um, and I got a I got a coach. Well, first, I did an online program with Loveology University. And What's Dr. That? Ava Cadell, Dr. Love- Ava Cadell, Loveology. Loveology, yes, yes. Yeah, University. It's an online program. And Dr. Ava Cadell is a, um, well, she's many things, but like 
um, a type of coach, teacher, uh, therapist, so forth, everything to do in the realm of like love, relationship and sex. So I took that program and it took me like two years to complete it. And it taught, it has so many elements to it, like communication. It does have a whole thing on massage, kissing, uh, foreplay, everything. So I took that program and got my certification as a love, sex and relationship coach. And then I found an actual coach. It took me a long time. I found one. Her name was Lady Victoria. She's also certified in bond massage. I worked with her for a number of months, but I wasn't really comfortable kind of like fully telling what I was doing at the time. Mm. So we kind of parted ways and um, I found a new coach who, um, Lorna Gale. So Lorna Gale and I have been working for quite some time. She is a body worker. Uh, she's a somatic coach, uh, sex coach, and um, yeah, I really took to liking her and we got along so well. It's almost like a little sisterhood there. Mm. And so she and I worked online in Zoom and so forth for months and months and months. And then she was here in June and certified me in Bondissage and Elysium. So I still practice my erotic massage. I've kind of fine-tuned it and done some, some things. Um, but then the bondage and the Elysium is so popular right now. Like it's insane. Like people are loving it. So this is where I am now a certified body practitioner. So I do body work. Uh, it doesn't have to be sexual. It's for all genders. So literally I help you kind of tap into your body and connect with your body so feeling all the feels Hmm. um learning to shut off your mind so uh yeah i will use um i will often use a blindfold Hmm. and uh that's to have you you know close your eyes shut off your mind and it's really kind of invigorating just letting yourself relax um yeah it probably helps you get a little more in tune with your body the way your body feels the way your mind and your body kind of like you know it's like um heightens your other senses yeah like going into shavasana closing your eyes having like a little sort of uh weighted pad over your eyes like really helps Mm -hmm. you kind of drop in that's uh, that makes sense yeah yeah so that's how i start it um I have so many different tools and I'm collecting more. So all types of different floggers, crops, um, even like household items. It's kind of fun even going to the dollar store and like you, nobody needs to know what you're there for, but like shopping through and like finding neat, neat objects that like, oh, I wonder what this feels like on the body. You know mm. what I mean? So I've got everything from soft to harder uh, impact toys mm-hmm. and um, even toothbrushes, vibrating toothbrushes are Ooh. pretty, <laughs> they can be sexy. <laughs> yeah. When and you're blindfolded. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, what I learned a lot from Lorna Gale was um, how to be even safer in the practices that I'm doing. So, I wear leg text gloves, mm-hmm. I use dental dams, I 
use condoms on everything, uh, like the toothbrush and so forth. And um, yeah, everything's covered and completely like I'm, I feel so good about it. Like I wear gloves all the time. It's good. I even have like hot pink ones and black ones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So and nobody complains about it. (laughs) Do they know? Do they, are they aware? Yeah. Oh yes. I make them very aware. Yeah. It's for my safety and for yours. Like we're taking this whole level of safe to another degree and um, nobody ever complains about it. So you yeah. gave us a little bit of a insight into what your erotic massage sessions look like. You've got a little bit of dance you, with your background in pole dancing and belly dancing and then some hands-on mm. stuff. What What's bondage and mm. Elysium? So this is where um, it is massage. It is erotic massage, but it is done in a sequence to music. Um, I create my own soundtracks and they often have a very um, melodic, um, even dubstep electronica, a dark sort of mm-hmm. uh, sound to them. And um, the clients have been saying, wow, this music is amazing. Mm. And just the whole scene, like I've got lights going, I've got you know, the whole bed set up. I did set up the bed here as well. So this is where um, right down to the linens, like everything is very particular. So it is silk or satin linens. It is um, for bondage, the collar. Um, it's very much BDSM incorporated. So there's fleece cuffs and uh, for ankles and for wrists. There's the collar the blindfold. Um, there's like no talking other than to use the safe word, which is mercy. <clears throat> so it's like an in-depth experience. All they're doing there is just being on the bed and feeling everything. We have a conversation prior to just to know like where each other's boundaries are. Often what I find is that the clients who are new to bondage are the ones that are coming to see me or have dabbled a little bit in the past, but more the curious people who have never really experienced that before. Mm. So is this like a creation that like, cause it's, it sounds like a trademarked name. Mm-hmm. Like, is this something is. that, okay. And this has come from like your region like do you know the originator of this yes her name is Jaylene Venice and she has been a sex worker and um done erotic massage and it was her who had created this bondage and Elysium so um she said she got tired of men trying to grope at her and like look at her and just touch her and stuff so she started playing with this and created this down yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) yes and so the clients are actually tethered depending like elysium is i use tethers and i tie uh them to the bed okay and for bondage i use rope that is hooked to the links in the in the cuffs so okay yeah so elysium is is it like a lighter style of bondage? Yes. Mm. Yes. 
yeah, there's no collar, there's no cuffs, there's just tethers to the wrists and to the bed. Um, and it's all of the softer play. Um, and often uh, this does include like uh, cock and ball massage. Um, it could be internal, external prostate massage. All of that is available. Yeah. And mm. I just let my clients tell me where their boundaries are, mm-hmm. um, what's what's okay and what's not. And I respect that. Yeah. What does the like what does the negotiation look like um when it comes to having a client in and trying to navigate like what it is that they're looking for versus what it is that you offer? Like how does that conversation uh, yeah, yeah, right. The the, the triage, right. if you will. <laughs> yeah. So if they were to go to the bondage site and and um select look for a practitioner near you. Um, they can look up my name, Lady Safira. You will see my ad and it outlines what it is that I do. And then it breaks down the Elysium and the Bondissage. And so then when they see my ad, they decide which style might, you know, pique their curiosity. Then mm. they will send me a text. I have a work phone that they'll send me a text. I'll answer some questions on there. I don't like to go into depth on too much stuff. Mm. So I kind of let them know that like these are this is the highlight of the service and uh, the donation. And then, you know, we make the arrangements for the day and time and they show up. And then we have a brief, you know, conversation upon meeting. Um, to kind of help answer any questions further. And just, I kind of want to know how they're feeling that day because all of these things are really, really important. Like, did you eat? Are you hydrated? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll often like let them know that before they come see me. If they are looking for internal prostate massage, I expect you to clean yourself out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to deal with the mess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and and then I mean they have a shower and all that here to get ready and stuff mm. too. So yeah, so there's a whole like bit of briefing beforehand, um, so that I know the wellness of the person before I even put my hands on them. Yeah. yeah do you need to know? Like, do you ever have to take their blood pressure? <laughs> no, but I can. <laughs> and you know what? I have a first aid kit, and I have um, also like. Uh, if I have to do CPR, my CPR is up to date. Like (laughs) if I have to, I will. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just stems from my former career. Right. So yeah. I I don't know if this is like something that is, um, that like you can get into or not, but like, what about, like, what about, what's the, what's the cost breakdown for someone who's interested in coming in and Mm -hmm. say, you know, having like a full session with you. Sure. um, like how, what, what does, what is the, what is the cost for something like that? Um, well, I call it a premium service because the way that I have price presented my services, there have, there is differences, like huge differences in the styles. So there has to be differentiation in the price. Mm-hmm. So Elysium and Bondassage are priced differently because um, the preparation and the sequence is longer with bondage than Elysium. Um, for my pricing, it is 
based on my area, there is a lady who is certified as well, um, who advertises in the Edmonton area. So our prices are matching because that's for my section, my area. That just makes sense. Um, where this type of service is available, it's actually quite limited in Canada, to be honest, mm. um, but is quite popular that I've noticed there's a lot more practitioners in the States and their prices may differ. Um, and it's really just based on location area, maybe um, length of service that you've done this. Like there could be a number of components mm -hmm. for myself you're looking at $500 for Elysium. So that is typically a 90 minute to two hour session with me. And um, that has, I, I give that, that length of time to just vary because every person's so different mm -hmm. that at the end of the session, it's so psychologically um I can hear this vibrating behind me. Sorry. Business <laughs> is calling. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but there is this, this state, this euphoric state that they go into. I've had clients say that this is the most out of body, inner body experience they've ever had. And so in order to rest your body after and to come back, it's almost like bringing you back. Mm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a whole unraveling of the system, right? So yeah, as I'm sure, Bridie, you can understand with your massage, like people just go into the most relaxed state and they are not ready to leave as soon as you're like, okay, I'm done. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's too disruptive. Yeah. Well, so I, mean, I actually wrap them and let them lay there a little while. Oh, that's you wrap them. Yeah. Like I wrap them in blankets, like a fold over the sheets and I wrap them in a blanket and, and then I just let them peacefully like lay there with the music. And again, the music is like, people are, love the music that I have going mm. for them. So they're just in a whole state of relaxation. And um, then I'll slowly remove the blindfold. And I'll tell them, keep your eyes closed. Just relax when you're ready. Open your eyes. Nobody wants to be rushed off the bed after such an experience to try mm. and get in the shower. They're actually quite disoriented, some of them after. Mm. So I can yeah. imagine. Mm -hmm. So, but you also have to keep a buffer there. You have to you know, also have some boundaries there. What was the learning curve like for you going from, <laughs> like, you know, did you start working on your own? Did you start working with other people who were sort of doing the same thing? Like, how'd you learn the ropes? <clears throat> I actually had Lorna come see me, my coach come see me. And it was a four day extensive hands-on training. And I lined up my friends <laughs> and a couple of clients to allow me to get my practicum completed. Cause you have to have so many hours in bond dressage and so many hours uh, in Elysium for practice. So yeah, I, I invited my girlfriends <clears throat> and, uh, and a couple of clients. And for four days, we just worked at that. And the first day was skills training. So hands-on learning to use the tools, learning to use a flogger, um, a crop, all of those things. Mm. And then um, the next three days were like super intense. There's manuals that go with this program. There's a whole sequence 
once you've learned the sequence though, like I had um, a Zoom meeting with Jaylene as well, Jaylene Bennis, who created Bondessage. Um, and what an awesome lady. Mm. She is so awesome. And she was just like, it's like art, just do what you want. Because I had questions. I was like, I feel like I'm in the motion. I'm in the movement. Every client is so different. And just like you would customize like any of your training programs, I'm like, I want to customize the Bondessage and Elysium and curate an experience unique for each client. Am I able to offer that? And she's like, go for it. Yeah. Mm, So really, I will tell you that I feel like an artist. Every time I have a client that um, comes, that shows up for this experience, this is based on the energy of myself and this client, right? Based on those boundaries that are set. And then it's just magic from that point on, right? Like I get lost in the music. There's an energetics Mm. Uh, that's flowing between us that you know you're in it you're in it deep <laughs> so and what, what would you say your schedule is like like right now you, you you said you've been kind of doing this for three years I'm like was it a oh, slow two years. oh two years okay two years but bondage since uh June okay since June yeah this what, is fairly new. Do you have yeah. a full roster of clientele now or are mm. you accepting new clients or like I'm accepting your... new clients. Yeah, okay. I have a lot of regulars who um see me and either every month or sometimes weekly and sometimes a couple times a week. Um I like to I'm a free spirit now. I'm like I've abandoned the schedule. I'm a daytime kind of person. I want to wake up and have my morning coffee and relax and read my book and then get ready for work. And it's like, I will see clients on special requests before 11 a.m., but that's not typically my hours. My uh, my hours are from 11 to 8 p.m. at the latest. Like I'm leaving at 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And I only see a couple of clients a day. Um, when you think about, you know, spending 90 minutes to two hours with one person, there's so much energetic exchange. It's quite exhausting at times. Mm -hmm. So it can tire you out. (laughs) So after you've seen a couple of clients and you have to think about the preparation beforehand, the cleanup after, and I am very, very particular about like the setup and the cleanup. Mm -hmm. So like, I like people to come in and think like, they're the only person that has ever been here today that yeah. everything's super pristine and clean and sanitized. Um, and you have to like properly sanitize all of the tools that you use. You have to allow for that time to properly dry and so forth. So what's the max amount of clients that like you physically can handle in one day? The maximum when it comes to this, I would say three to four. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. That's an, eight, that's an eight-hour day. So that's a six mm. to an eight-hour day without yeah. any switch over, without any in-between time to do all the cleaning and sanitizing. What, what yeah. do you think would be the max for you? Just doing like regular, regular, regular just vanilla, just fucking boring old <laughs> RMT shit. <laughs> uh, you never know what's going to happen after this now. <laughs> um, I would say the majority of, of like 
it seems like the average is between four to six. Yeah. yeah uh, four right. or four or five. Yeah, that makes sense. My mm-hmm. feeling is going to be, it was the same as when I started teaching yoga. They were like, you'll learn your maximum. You'll learn yeah. your maximum. Yeah. And my maximum for classes in a, in a, in a week yeah. is like five. You know, that's mm-hmm. a lot, it's a lot of mm-hmm. giving of info of energy, but with yeah. massage, I don't know. I'm a little worried about it yeah. to be honest, yeah. but hopefully I can treat four a day and work five mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah. That's kind of my hope. And then, or maybe I can yeah. do five a day and work four days a week or something yeah. like that. You know, for me, mm-hmm. uh, it's by recording podcasts. It's three. Like that's my max. Three, three, a day. three. Yeah. Anything over three. I, my, I'm just fucking brain dead. Right. You know? Like I just mm-hmm. can't, you know? Yeah. Um, very different though. I just get to sit here in this comfortable <laughs> ass chair. I can only talk <laughs> to three different yeah. people in a day. Uh, I mean, hey, I can pull off four, but uh, it starts to go downhill from there. What? What? Yeah. What? Okay, this training sounds mm-hmm. very interesting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm wondering. I assume lots of people take it, and either they go out and use the name Bondage and Elysium, or they no. don't. No, this is like rare. Like this is, so if you actually go to the Bondessage site and you look up every city, yeah. you will see that most, there's quite a few cities across Canada that do not have any certified practitioner. There is nobody. Mm. So are people taking the training and then just applying it to their personal lives? Um, I'm not really sure. I think the people who are taking the training are already kind of working in sex work in some capacity or right. another and or are some type of sex or somatic coach body works coach something like in that realm yeah those are the people that i've noticed that um would be probably more driven towards taking this style of training Mm. yeah so it's not going to be a continuing education course for me necessarily (laughs) but it does sound like it might be useful for some people in terms of just accessing their own expression of mm-hmm. sexuality. Yes. I will say that it it is also a program available to people who are just interested in their own personal lives to kind of explore. Mm. Um, you know, there's something very healing about massage. I'm sure, Bridie, you can uh, understand and relate. Yeah. Chemistry. It's like everything hormonally yes yes so all of that combined because we're a full human right where they're you know like the medical systems got everything kind of segregated and separated but we're not we're a whole human being and there's many intricate parts and systems to us that all actually flow together and so I really do feel like this style of massage does incorporate a lot of the sexy side Mm. but it's the touch um it's activating our senses and our hormones and our like sex hormones are flowing like there's the body is coming alive you know Mm. what i mean so um if people i think it would be great for them to take this style or even aspects of it parts of it and apply it to their own love life right Mm -hmm. yeah so you know you don't have to go out and get a flogger and all these fancy things you could even just like honestly a scarf and a blindfold can do so much Hmm. what like in terms of that you know i'm i'm sure that um 
you have clients that come to you that are, um, and, and it seems like there's, there's quite a bit of, um, there's quite a bit of room for like communication that that's involved in, in setting up like a session and like Mm -hmm. even, even within the aftercare of a session. So I'm Mm -hmm. curious about like conversations that you've had with clients in the past. Um, again, I'm, I'm assuming that you have a quite a mix of clients, clients that are coming into you that are currently, um, you know, single or not in a relationship clients that are coming to you that are in a relationship. What are some of the Mm -hmm. things that you hear from clients about, you know, the, the desires or the, the sorts of things that they're like missing in their relationships or missing in their lives that, Mm -hmm. that kind of come out within these conversations? Uh, yes, you are so right about the wide, um, you know, spectrum of clients. I've got clients who are like board executives or like have some very demanding high profile job that is just stressed to the max. Um, that doesn't have time for relationships in their life. Or I've got, you know, like some dads who are, um, where their wife is not, you know, intimate with them. Um, Mm -hmm. They're not getting, or maybe they are having sex with their wife, but they're not getting this level of intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a type of inhibition um, and there is a type of, let go, if you will, that with the energy, um, I feel very in tune with myself, with my body. Um, we all have flaws, but I feel, uh, an exorbitant amount of, um, erotic energy and, um, like this type of energy I cultivate and I, share with them because I'm so in tune with myself. I take care of myself. I'm doing dance. I, I do meditation. I do exercise. I focus on my nutrition. So like I try to be as healthy and well as I can be so that I can, I can really love on myself and share that energy with them. Mm. So the clients that I see, um, they may not, you know, necessarily have a wife at home or a girlfriend or any partner that's able to open up like I do and share, Mm. right? That's why some people go to see sex workers because Mm. they're really into their body. They know their stuff. They're not, they're uninhibited. They're in the moment with you. They're not afraid. Like this is their job, you know, Um, they can go to those levels where I do remember my former self um, much earlier on where, you know, learning about sex, having sex and so forth. This is taking a long time to kind of evolve with Mm. those skills and, um, and really like learn to be in my body and love myself and uh, not be afraid to share that and not to hold back. Mm. Um, yeah. Have you like have you always um have you or maybe not always that, that's that's quite a span of time but like have you in recent past um or or at least for like the majority of the time have you always noticed this part of yourself this like this ability to kind of tap into that erotic energy like even even before you sort of left your mm-hmm. previous life and got into the work that you do now um mm-hmm. like is like with bondage and and Elysium, Elysium like have you, have you always had that sense about yourself, that, that, that ability to express yourself erotically? 
No, I'm going to say that <laughs> coming from a Catholic upbringing, <laughs> um, there, I came from a side, like my mom is Catholic and I went to a Catholic school and the parameters that society kind of like puts people in. And I think for a time early on, I felt very um, contained and really unsure and got to act a certain way. And that's not very ladylike and so forth. You know, I had to kind of strip that away. And that really only came with age and time and self-exploration and actually putting in the work to learn more about myself. So first off, thank you. Your podcast is amazing. And that was one of the avenues that really kind of launched me to living more fearless mm. in the sense of wanting to like learn more. I got super curious um, that I was now I have like a plethora of <laughs> podcasts that I listen to. Um, That's Jamie's and... favorite word. Plethora. <laughs> I do love that. I do love that word. And and so, you know, that's given me information. Now I've read so many books. I've read so many books and I've got like, I've had a couple coaches. And so like, I've really been putting in the time and the work in the last couple of years, which has really expanded me. Um, and if I could, you know, being a former coach and working with females and so forth, it's one thing to tell them, you know, love yourself and learn to be in your body and accept yourself and explore and whatnot. But I will say this, I think before being one of the people, but I, I know many women out there think that, oh, like these sex workers are like these super top models from Europe or there's like there are, but I mean, there's women from all walks of life all different ages and stages and um shapes I will and say sizes. shapes and mm -hmm. sizes mm -hmm. like the whole gamut and I would say a lot of sex workers um have really learned to like love their bodies I'm not saying they all do I'm sure that you know there's some things that we uh don't really love the most about ourselves, but like you learn to really just relax more. Mm. And um, I wish those women knew that whatever you're seeing in the media is a lot of like makeup and lighting and angles and so forth. It's, it's just not real. And also yeah. shame for mm -hmm. not right? looking like yes. that. Yes. Mm. And I wish I could take that away because like, I feel mo even more in love with myself and I'm not, um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not self-centered or yeah. anything, but I'm just saying uh, it opened up my eyes to understanding and seeing that, um, wow, I am actually pretty amazing. Mm. And so is the next lady. And so is the next lady. I wish they knew that though. Mm. I love I that you're, you're that. I love that you're saying this right now because as people can't see this because this is an audio mm -hmm. podcast, but as mm -hmm. you're saying this, the 
there's like a glare coming from the light above your head and it literally Ooh. is making you look like like you are an angel that just like came <laughs> down from heaven like it, it's like this halo like <laughs> it's, it's really fucking funny yeah <laughs> it's really funny I, I i do sorry go ahead well i, I just want to make another th- i just wanted before i know we're gonna wrap soon but i not really because i there's a couple i i sort of want to yeah i've got a couple of things i want to okay, dive I, into can i just before i forget yeah yeah you were talking about fellas who come to see you and maybe they have a wife or a girlfriend at home and mm-hmm. this is the kind of the situation at home and but this is what sex workers can provide and i just want to i just want to bolster that with mm. with also the reason that there's also the aspect that the the man i'm i'm assuming in most cases it's met self-identified men. people as mm-hmm. men um who come in and also they're they're not in a they're in a reciprocal relationship, but not where they're responsible of taking care of your pleasure or good time. Yes. Maybe that's different for your practice, but you know, just for the people at home who are like, well, I didn't like that my boyfriend or my husband or my partner was seeing a sex worker mm. because it made me feel self-conscious. Mm. Just, just, I just feel like it's a really important to remember in that case that, that they're they're you know and maybe they have a partner who is really into pleasing women but also there is just a much different level of expectancy in the sex worker client relationship and so you know mm-hmm. i think i think in a lot of people's personal sex lives where they're like i don't know why we are not having sex but you can go out and have sex with a sex worker there's mm. there's that there's a level of responsibility and intimacy in your personal relationship when it comes to sex that's yeah. di- that is different mm-hmm. and or absent in the relationship with a sex worker like obviously you need you yes. still need to be respectful and and the intimacy is there but it is significant it's more of a it seems like more of a I'll, I present myself to the sex worker I am in a vulnerable place of yeah. of receiving rather than in a place of where I have to deliver and there are expectations of me. And, yeah. you know, th- so, you know, I know not everybody's cool with the idea of their partners going out and having mm. sex with other no, people. No, I hope that not. they take some of this home. Like I've had, I've talked with a number of my clients that are like, what was that that you used mm. or whatever? And I'm like, you should, Take some of these elements, like something, whatever felt good for you, do that for your partner Mm. and show them, um, you don't have to say where it came from, but I'm just saying like, you know, explore, uh, if you're here to explore and, and kind of like go to your edges and see what it is that your body likes, what you're into, why Mm. don't you take some of those elements home Mm. to your partner and share that? I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Turn me on podcast. We'll be back after this short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I, I, I have sort of two avenues I want to go down. And I'll, I'll start with the first one and then, and then transition to the next after. But the first one is, um, you know, as someone who who prior to COVID was, um, you know, uh, a, a veteran personal trainer and nutrition coach, um, you know, mm-hmm. doing, doing a job that, um, most people would see as like a very, um, tr- you know, form of traditional work. Um, and then, you know, as a result of the pandemic, moving into something that is a little bit more unconventional for most people outside of this small bubble of three, um, what was the response that you got from the people in your life, say family or friends? Um, I'm sure it's probably a mixed bag, but it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to know like what the reactions were when, when you kind of brought this to light, uh, to the people in your life. Yeah. Not everyone knows. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You have a very close group of friends and, um, I'm not ashamed of it. And I really want to be more comfortable in opening up and sharing it. Um, I have grown children that I am not really broadcasting. So I still kind of, I still kind of hide, if you will, in a sense, under the guise of personal training and nutrition. I'm still certified. I still keep my certification active. That's what I you still file your taxes under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, uh, so I share those, I share the truth with the people that I feel the safest and the closest with. Um, I have a, a large handful of friends who are sex workers, so it feels very safe. And then I have some friends who know many sex workers who know what I do. And it's just like a regular job in, in that, in that mindset. Like they're just so used to, Oh yeah. Like I know what she does, whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's like norm. It's normal. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. for family and uh, yeah, I, do you think I let ever, them know otherwise. Do you think mm-hmm. you'll ever tell your kids? You know, I have considered it strongly. Um, I can actually hear the voice of my oldest son. We have the best relationship. We're like kind of like besties and I share everything with him. So not sharing this has been really kind of tough. Mm. Um, 
that is something I definitely want to. And I thought I was going to be ready probably a few weeks back because uh, he was here to visit me and I wanted to. But then I don't know what it was, but there was something that was just like, oh, not yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. Um, but I, I honestly feel like he would still support me regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if anything, I could hear his words and he'd be like, oh, shit, Ma, really? Um, and he, and he would, and he would, you know, I could be really open and honest with, you know, what it is that I earned that he'd be like, do it. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 He's, yeah. He's Christmases will be better. Keep going. <laughs> go mom, go. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I, I, I'm also curious about, um, about uh, your own personal love life. Um, mm, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've spoken to a number of people that, um, that are sex workers and, and when this kind of topic comes up, um, you know, we've heard, we've heard everything within the spectrum, uh, from, from partners that are very supportive to partners that like seem supportive in the beginning when you start dating, but then, you know, a couple mm. months in, they start, they, they start, uh, having reservations. So I'm wondering you know, um, it is like, do you have an active love life and, and, and like, what is romance? Uh, what's like, what's going on in the romance department for you? Is this something that you, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're right now actively dating, like, how do you bring this sort of thing up? And, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I pondered this many times over and I thought, you know what? No, this is a part of also my journey and speaking my truth. And that's something I've worked really hard on with my coach, Lorna. So, um, I am in a committed relationship. It's been four years this month and, um, we live together and we've been living together for three years. And between the two of us, we have seven children. They do not live with us. They're all like much older, but, um, I actually kept this from my boyfriend up until about a year ago. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's so for one year I was already working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and did not tell him and we live under the same roof. And that was so hard. It created uh stress for me mm-hmm. and our closest friends, the ones that like don't care about, like they're not phased by sex workers or whatnot. And also are really good friends with him. I, I started opening up and sharing and, um, I didn't want to keep it a secret. And so with my coach, we've worked really, really hard this year to be able to open up and to, uh, so I could tell my truth to my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And originally why I got into this line of work is that the pandemic really took my business down. It really like, nobody wants to go anywhere. Like, you know how it all went. And personal training, anything in the fitness, the fitness realm, it, it just no heavy a giant breathing. crap. <laughs> yeah. No heavy breathing at There all. was like no money to be made anymore at that point. And a lot of people were going online. I will tell you, I'm just not an online person. I'm an in-person person. I enjoy connecting with my clients and so forth. So when that happened, I started to become a little bit stressed. How am I going to pay my bills? And mm-hmm. that's when um, a couple of my closest friends who are sex workers started talking with me and giving me options and really actually helped support 
me in getting set up. So I have my own in-call space and um, uh, I don't, I do share it with another lady, but like, that's fine. She knows my boyfriend has met him. And like, so I just keep my closest people close to me, but it was really tough. I think for four days, we cried and argued and fought a lot. And um, it was very emotional. And I had to tell him, listen, this is what I'm doing. At that point, I was doing erotic massage, not this bond massage and Elysium. So like, I had to tell him that this is what I'm doing. And this is the money that I'm making. And I'm not actually, I'm, I'm not giving that up. I'm yeah. sorry. So we're going to either have to figure this out together mm. or I completely understand and love you enough to support whatever you need. Mm. But if this doesn't work for you, then I can, I can understand. Mm. Um, no, he loves me enough and uh we got through it and there's been on occasion the odd time like I can understand how he might feel sometimes like where not just curious but like almost threat like that threatening sense Mm -hmm. of feeling sometimes like like just not understanding so because I am very strong in communication I've sat down so many times and I've I'm like I will answer your questions Mm -hmm. I will help you to understand. So I performed Elysium and bondage on my boyfriend so that he can see what it's like for himself. So now he comes to the sex stores with me and we pick up the toys together. So like, (laughs) it like, it's okay. Um, I check in with him. I let him know what my day looks like or what I, what comes up. And I text him after when the client's gone. So he knows that I'm safe. So we have an understanding and that doesn't interfere with our sex life at all. Yeah. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Would you do mm-hmm. it the same way again if if or would you or if you had the chance to repeat the whole thing over, would you have told him right off the bat or, or are you happy with how do you think you would still would have done it? It done, got proceeded if you had been met with his hesitation or resistance in the beginning? Mm. Um I don't, I think he would, knowing what I know now, I think he would have supported me, but I was so fearful at that point in time, but also felt very, very vulnerable and in a uh, state of kind of emergency to like support myself. Um, I, I don't, I don't regret it. I, I don't regret how things, I just can't go a living life like that. Yeah. But um, I would say that going through that experience really did bind us together that much closer. Mm. Um, Some of my clients know that I'm in a relationship and others do not. And I keep that hidden. And for my clients who are listening to this podcast, because I know a few will, um, (laughs) if you're learning this for the first time, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) A little insight, (laughs) a very rare insight Mm. into your sex worker's Mm. life. (laughs) Very rare. but um I have a unique um I have a unique relationship with some of my clients that are have been seeing me since the beginning and um 
I think that if you know, or if now you know, um, it's it's okay. And I hope that me sharing this um, is fine on their end. I had wondered and and thought about it a few times that it could affect my um, relationship going forward or like my clientele or whatever. But uh, I'm really, I really can't be worried about that because mm-hmm. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to remember, like, I'm not getting into a relationship with anyone. Um, I have completely shut all inquiries down from the get go. Um, the relationship that I share with them is unique and of their own and it has limits and boundaries and they just have to be respected otherwise you know what there's any given day 200 plus workers available you know maybe you need to move on maybe you don't i i I mean i can't speak for you but like i i'm i'm in a healthy loving relationship and i'm good with that where i'm at at this time so Mm you know, and it allows you, I'm sure to be healthy and loving in your client and Mm -hmm. relationship. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's some clients that are very near and dear to my heart in a special way that, um, I don't want that dynamic to change. Mm. We know that yes, they come here. It's for a period of time. I'm providing a service to them, but Beyond that, um, I really love and care about people in general and their well-being and, you know, their hearts um, on a human level. And so my energy just never changes. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Lady Safira, this has been such a treat to be able to sit down and talk to you about your work and everything that you do. Um, uh, thank you. Thanks for taking time in your schedule to do this with us. This has been really, really sweet. Absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, pretty excited about this. And um, I had wanted to reach out to you guys a few times, but <laughs> this seemed like the best time ever because I feel like I've kind of gone through like a full evolution. And yeah. Uh, yeah, from the time of listening to your podcast to the educational components to the the work that I do now. So if Thank anyone, you so much. If anyone yeah. listening, uh, it, you know, happens to be in the Calgary area and, and mm-hmm. their interest has been piqued and they're, they're kind of curious about getting in touch, uh, how can they do that? Well, um, I don't have a website currently. I do plan to create one going forward. Um, but in the interim, they are welcome to visit the bondassage.com site. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an option to select a practitioner near you. They can look up my name or search for Calgary and find me. Cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you again. This has been really awesome. Thank you. You too. Take care. <laughs>All right, there we have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed that conversation that we just had. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the podcast further, you can do that by leaving a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can simply rate the podcast on the Spotify mobile app. And uh, if you want to uh, support the podcast even further than that, which you can. Wow. You can You're go to so kind and thoughtful and so generous. Thoughtful, so generous. Go to patreon.com slash turn me on 
uh, to become a patron and help us uh, keep this podcast afloat. Well, if you want to reach out to us, turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com is always open for all of your messages. That's the best way to get in touch. If you have a question for us, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you have a recommendation for a guest on the show, or if you just want to send us a little love note, uh, email money transfer, uh, all of that. Sex toy. <laughs> you know, we're, we're our email inbox is open to you. That is it for this week. Until next week. Why don't you go touch yourself? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.